At that time, Jesus came to Jericho and intended to pass through the town. Now a man there named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector and also a wealthy man, was seeking to see who Jesus was, but he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus, who was about to pass that way. When he reached the place, Jesus looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. And he came down quickly and received him with joy. When they all saw this, they began to grumble, saying, He has gone to stay at the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. And if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Lord Jesus Jesus Christ. Christ. The words of the Gospel, may our sins be wiped away. Good morning, everyone. This Gospel passage uh, brings up for me memories of growing up in the South. Uh, particularly in uh, North Carolina. Um, You may not be able to tell by looking at me, but I used to like to climb trees, and I was quite good at it. My dad was always afraid of heights, and so when he would see me climb a tree, uh, he'd get a little freaked out by it and tell me to come down. I was uh, better than both of my brothers who were older than me, and I could get way up high and sometimes I would get so high that the top of the, you know, the branch would start to bend a little bit. And it was always a thing to see how high I could get up there. It was pretty cool. From up there, you could see all kind of things. And maybe you find a bird nest and there'd be some eggs in there. So anyways, when I hear about Zacchaeus climbing the tree, it brings back these memories uh, when I was a kid. And also the sycamore tree. I remember in Sunday school when I was growing up in the South, the teacher had a branch of a sycamore tree and she was teaching us a lesson like Zacchaeus had a new beginning after he met Jesus, came to his house, he changed his life. If you take the leaf of a sycamore tree and and pull it away from the branch, something miraculous and beautiful is underneath it. Does anybody know what's there? It's a little green leaf the baby bud of a new leaf is behind the old one. So if you go to a sycamore tree and pull the leaf off, you'll see a little green leaf there that's gonna be the leaf that's gonna replace it in the future. And it's a kind of like a four, uh, I don't know what you call it when uh, something in nature reflects this new beginning. Like you take the old off and there's a new beginning waiting there and we see that displayed in Zacchaeus' life. Um, You know that Zacchaeus was a tax collector, it says so in the scripture, he was a very wealthy man, it says, and a chief tax collector. And tax collectors 
were hated by the Jewish people. They were seen as among the greatest of all sinners uh, because of a number of things. One, the Jewish people are very proud people, proud of their nation, their heritage, but here they are subject to Roman rule. The Romans were more powerful militarily, and so they were forcing the Jewish people to pay taxes that would go to Rome. Could you imagine um, having to pay taxes to a foreign country? It wasn't even going to be used, uh, you know, necessarily for yourself, your own country, but they were going back to Rome. And so they resented Roman occupation and the rule, and the tax collector uh, might be a local boy, uh, somebody who is Jewish who is working in collaboration with the Romans. And so the people really hated, they were viewed as traitors. Uh, not only this, but the way that the tax collector became very wealthy was if you only owed $10 for your taxes, he would say you owe 15 and he would pocket the difference. And so they were seen as liars and cheaters extorting money from people. And if you didn't pay it, he had the might of the Roman army that could uh, uh, you know, strong arm you if necessary. And we see that in the gospel where Zacchaeus says, if I have extorted anything from anyone, I will repay it four times over. So we see that the extortion was something that was going on. And so he was viewed as a very, very sinful man. And so it was shocking to people that Jesus chose to go to his house. But it's good news for us because it shows that Jesus desires, as it says, to seek and to save what was lost, to seek out and to save what was lost. And so if you find yourself in that situation, you find yourself lost or steeped in serious sin, know that Jesus is looking for you and he is inviting himself into your house. He wants to come in. He wants to give you, like Zacchaeus, a chance and a new beginning. Now the scripture says that Zacchaeus was a very short man. Um, I don't know why, but in my imagination, I always think of Danny DeVito. Uh, and so he was a very short man, and because of the crowd of people, he couldn't see Jesus. I can imagine him tiptoeing, jumping up and down, trying to look over the shoulders of people, and they probably noticed that he was trying to get in to see Jesus, and they, because they didn't like him, probably made it all the more difficult by moving in front of him and not letting him pass so that he could see or meet Jesus. So Zacchaeus, it appears, is a very clever man, and he knows, he, he looks at the road that Jesus is walking down, and he, he thinks Jesus is going to be passing this way. I will find a place where I could get a vantage point, and then I can see Jesus. And so he finds the sycamore tree, and he climbs up, and he is sitting there in the branches of the tree, and he's waiting. And the scripture doesn't say how long he had to wait. Maybe it was for a few minutes. Maybe Jesus stopped and gave a short sermon and then continued. Maybe he waited for an hour. We don't really know. It just says that he waited in the branches of the tree for Jesus to pass by. And why was he there? Because he knew that Jesus was coming down this path. It reminds me of all of you. 
because each one of you right now is sitting in the branches of a tree. The pews that you're sitting on are made of wood, except for the people standing in the back, I suppose. Um, but it, you get the idea, and why are you sitting in these branches? Because you know that Jesus is going to be passing by right here on the altar. And so you have chosen this tree to sit in because you know that Jesus is going to be made manifest in the breaking of the bread in the Eucharist. And just like Zacchaeus, Jesus invites himself into uh, your house. And then if you ever wondered why, that's why the pews are all made out of sycamore wood. No, I'm just kidding, it's oak, but it's still the branches of a tree. Um, when I told the story to um, uh, Mrs. Uh, Voida, the lady that painted the, the Adoration Chapel in the, the cry room, she painted the sycamore tree as the tree there in the corner uh, behind the Blessed Mother. Uh, she was moved by that idea. And so just like Zacchaeus, Jesus, you know, he looks down, he, beyond his expectations, right? Jesus is not going to pay attention to me. I'm, I'm a poor, I'm a sinner. You know, he's going to ignore me. Um, if people don't like me, you know, imagine a holy rabbi. He's going to think I'm the, you know, scum of the earth. But, you know, he's shocked. Jesus stops and looks up at him and says, Zacchaeus, come down from that tree. Get your house ready. I plan to come and stay at your house. And everybody is grumbling, you know. He's staying at the house of a sinner. Why is he doing that? And you can imagine the, the, the pride and the joy that Zacchaeus has. This holy man that everyone's been talking about um, is interested in me. And he's looking past the fact that I'm a tax collector and a chief tax collector. And he's, he's, he wants to come to my house. And so I can only imagine... Have you ever been in a situation where you didn't know how to get out of something? You know, like you, um, maybe you, were, you, were, you got too far in it and now you're like, oh, I regret this decision, but you had to kind of keep going through and maybe there was expectations on you. I can imagine Zacchaeus as a tax collector um, and he's probably maybe feeling guilty about being a tax collector and what people are saying about him and extorting people and he's looking for a way out. How can I get out of this? Um, but I'm kind of expected. People have already, you know, typecasted me. Uh, they won't forgive me. How am I going to get out of this situation? I think Zacchaeus was desperate to find forgiveness and to change his life around. And here Jesus is giving him this beautiful opportunity. And I would say that if, if you take anything home today, is that Jesus wants to give you the opportunity to turn your life around. If there is some sin that you're stuck in, you're like, how do I get out of this? Jesus wants to give you the same opportunity that Zacchaeus has. He says, I want to come into your house. I want you to know that I, I'm seeking out the lost and that I want to give you a new chance. And typically, the way that we experience that is through forgiveness, through reconciliation. And the beautiful thing about life is we can change. Um, you don't have to go to a college and get a degree in order to change your, your life. All you have to do is desire to change, to be holy. You don't need anyone's permission to begin to change your life for the good, for the better. And the beautiful thing is that Jesus wants this for each of us. And so just as Zacchaeus changed his life around, 
uh, so too the Lord offers us that opportunity. Now climbing up a tree, um, I might have done that when I was a little boy, but I have not climbed a tree in years. Um, one thing is it requires a bit of strength and dexterity. It's not the easiest thing to do when you're getting old, right? Um, maybe you don't have the same grip strength as you used to have to hold on. Um, I used to, sometimes I got stuck in the tree and I couldn't get back down. Um, so it's dangerous. You could rip your clothes. And Zacchaeus, he has some wealthy clothes because he was a wealthy, wealthy man. Um, maybe your mom gets mad at you for climbing a tree because you're wearing good clothes that are expensive. You know, wear your play clothes if you're going to climb a tree. And people, if they saw me climb a tree today, they'd probably laugh at me. They'd say, look at that fat guy up in the tree. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Um, it's for something that young, young boys would do, not for a grown man. And to his credit, Zacchaeus overcomed all those fears. So great was his desire to change that he was willing to suffer the ridicule and laughter of people seeing a grown man climb the tree. He was willing to risk his fine clothing or maybe even the possibility that he could fall and get hurt and also be ridiculed even just for that. One of the beautiful quotes that I've heard on this scripture passage from an ancient church father, St. Augustine. St. Augustine said that Zacchaeus desired to see Jesus and to change his life. And he did so. He saw Jesus and he changed his life. He went on to say that the reason why so few people in this world see Jesus and change their life is because we are not willing to climb the tree which is a great commentary, because what is it that's keeping me from renewing my love for God, from renewing my dedication to being a Christian, to being a disciple of Jesus? Is it because we're, we're worried what our friends would think? They've come to accept me as this type of a person, and so I'm typecasted, so I have to always behave the same way when I'm around my friends. Are we typecasted? Or are we embarrassed that, uh, that if I show that I believe in something that's not uh, uh, you know, scientific or whatever, they might laugh at me for having a belief? What is it that keeps us from seeking Jesus and seeking to change our lives? Those are the trees that we are called to climb. May the Lord give us, each of us, the courage to climb those trees to see Jesus and to change our lives. Amen.